in this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 3 through 5, where I'll ask the question, why is sound doctrine important? First Timothy chapter 6, verses 3 through 5 says, If anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teaching that accords with godliness, he is puffed up with conceit and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy craving for controversy and for quarrels about words, which produce envy, dissension, slander, evil suspicions, and constant friction among people who are depraved in mind and deprived of the truth, imagining that godliness is a means of gain. As Paul is writing to Timothy and giving him some encouragement and some wisdom on how he needs to continue to lead the church, he focuses in, as he's closing up his letter, on the importance of sound doctrine. And he explains to Timothy that if people are not willing to listen to the words of Christ, that which has clearly been taught to them, then you really gotta pay attention to that and be ready to deal with that issue. And that issue can get dealt with in any number of ways, but you have to have sound doctrine that is rooted in what Jesus Christ has said, in the teaching of the apostles about how Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of all the law and the prophets. This is absolutely vital for his continuing ministry in the church, and that when people are not putting up with sound doctrine, that they need to be addressed. So here are three thoughts from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 3 through 5, answering the question, why is sound doctrine important? Thought number one, conceit. When people are conceited, they become less interested in sound doctrine, and they become much more interested in their own interpretive paradigms. And they're interested more in the way that they see the world than in the way that Paul and Timothy have taught the words of Christ. And this is something that you really need to be aware of, is that conceited people, people who are primarily interested in their own perspective on things and not interested in what anybody else has to say, these people can be dangerous, especially if their conceit is rooted in something other than the beautiful gospel of Jesus Christ. So what is Paul telling Timothy here? He's telling him that those who are not interested in sound doctrine, they have this temptation towards conceit where they believe that the things that they have said are more significant than that which Christ has taught. Thought number two, controversy. When people are not interested in sound doctrine, then controversy inevitably results. And this controversy that happens, this is usually what people are after when they're not interested in sound doctrine. This, they want the controversy, they want the drama, they want the experience of seeing different people get worked up over things that aren't important. Controversy will result if sound doctrine is not being taught because you'll take something that is of lesser or no importance and elevate it to something that is of great importance. And then inevitably, inevitably, there will be arguments and fights and controversy over that issue. But if you are dedicated to the gospel of Jesus Christ, if you are dedicated to sound doctrine, then those controversies can be laid low. Thought number three, constant friction. Sound doctrine is important because if you don't have sound doctrine and you are not 
learning sound doctrine and embracing sound doctrine, you are continually going to be rubbing up against people the wrong way. You're continually going to be saying, this thing that I have discovered is important, even though in the history of the church, nobody ever has thought of it before. And it's not important. It causes friction. And as it causes friction amongst believers, amongst the beloved, then their joy is reduced. So instead of spurring one another on to love and good works, what are you doing? You're spurring them on to continual frustration and fighting over things that are unimportant and likely just stuff that we have imagined on our own. And here's the thing, it's so easy to get caught up into this. It's so easy to get caught up in thinking that I have found something new that the rest of the church has been unaware of throughout its 2,000 year history, when the reality is there, there's nothing new there. There's nothing new, there's no secret that hasn't been discovered, that hasn't already been well established. There's, there's nothing there that you're going to come across that is, that is new or different than the plain and simple teaching of the gospel. Whenever there's something new or different, then that is usually something that is heretical. And it's usually not even new. It's usually been trounced before in the history of the church. But people like that friction. They like that friction. They like that controversy. They like to have those fights, those arguments, those disagreements. But ultimately, those things are of no value. We need to have sound doctrine in the church. We need to continually be looking back to the text of Scripture to find out who Christ is and how he has saved us and glorify him in the great work that he has accomplished. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of 1 Timothy chapters 4 through 6. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.